0: Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. This is Toddy One Skip, and this is Issues With... Toddy One Skip, and this is Issues With Lyme Disease. All right, so this one touches home because in December, it will be a year. December 2022 will be a year that I was diagnosed with Lyme, the first uh, diagnosis of Lyme. And how I was diagnosed was... If I was in the hospital because I started experiencing this incredible dizziness. I mean things spun in, in a circle in front of my face. I, cu- I couldn't move my hand how quickly things spun. I couldn't um, I couldn't catch my vision and therefore i lost you know the ability really to walk i couldn't walk i was on all fours um and still banging into the wall um <clears throat> going to my living room so i could separate me from the dogs when the ambulance came and i don't know what was up with that but then i st- then my body got really really hot and I felt it come up me from inside and come all the way up through my head and my scalp and a puddle of water landed on me from myself. I'd never experienced anything like that in my life. By that time the ambulance was there and saw the puddle of water you know come from my hair and just land on me and. Um, it was the scariest thing. I was so scared. They thought that I was suffering a, a mini stroke or a stroke. And then with the MRIs and stuff, they thought that I had suffered a mini stroke. And um, that didn't happen. Um, so, but anyway, they thought that I did. and I was in the hospital for uh, four nights. Or, yeah, about four nights So five days in the hospital And um, They treated me for a What is it, a TIA Which is, you know, a mini stroke And then the night that I got released From the hospital The night I got released from the hospital I was at home And they called me And told me that I tested positive for Lyme And that test had just come back So that was a Western blot test. Western blot test apparently tests the bands. And there's 10 bands. Nine out of 10 lit up like a Christmas tree from me. They um, prescribed me doxycycline. And I don't remember if it was 10 days or 14 days. And that's where basically the hell began. So... Yeah, I was diagnosed with Lyme officially December uh, 2022, and um, it was right before Christmas, I want to say about a week before Christmas, and I was put on doxycycline for, I want to say 10 days, and um, from there I went to a neurologist. Now, let me tell you that I didn't have any bullseye, I didn't have any tick bite that I'm aware of. Um, I had had some ELISA tests before which is the most simplest one and I don't know but I would assume that those tests came back as what they would call a false positive. When I say a false positive there's I believe they're testing for acute Lyme and uh, I don't think they're testing for chronic Lyme, but chronic Lyme will come up positive. So instead of saying yes, you tested for um, chronic Lyme and that needs to be treated, it's called a false positive. I don't know why it is. I think it's simply because of ignorance because back to my story, I had nine bands light light up, one band, did not, Um, so I went to the neurologist who then, um, he thought that I wasn't on the doxycycline for long enough, so he prescribed another uh, series of doxycycline. I think it was 14 days or 10 days. I don't remember if the first dosage was 10 or 14 days, And the second dosage was 10 or 14 days, but it was a total of 24 pills between those two dosages. So from there, I started, I had encountered this feeling in my neck that was kind of whimsy almost. And it was like a tingling sensation, which has now progressed so much worse and it's no longer a tingling sensation, it is just pain, full on pain, and it is behind my ear and it there is a lymph node that's back there that seems to be inflamed, but not inflamed enough for U.S. medicine to do anything about it. My insurance won't cover it, I guess, It's got to be bigger. It's the most ridiculous thing, but I don't really want to talk about that. I will do a segment, socialized medicine versus capital medicine, capitalistic medicine, you know, medicine only for the wealthy, and then the rest of us are used as guinea pigs, and then they call us drug addicts after they experiment with highly addictive medication that they don't call highly so that's a, that's another podcast the Lyme podcast which is what we're speaking about there is such murky water when discussing Lyme because there are doctors that don't treat that chronic Lyme band and they call it a false positive positive. and in the meantime people are suffering with joint pain and with pains that just aren't being addressed, some neurological. So I had just last week an MRI, finally, of my cervical spine. I've had MRIs with dye, which contrast, and without of my brain, and my brain looks good. Because Lyme, anybody that has multiple sclerosis it started with Lyme, so Lyme unattended it is just horrible. It's horrible now unattended with me, and I haven't gotten that far, and I pray that I don't get that far. There are so many co-infections, and there are doctors now that are called LLMDs, so they're Lyme literate doctors and insurances don't cover them and they tend to be very expensive and some Lyme literate doctors go on this um, seminar that gives them a certificate that calls them Lyme literate doctors and they don't do any more research so finding a doctor who's gonna work with you is key and in the meantime the rest of us Sore souls or poor souls or both suffer with what they call false positive Lyme, I guess. In the meantime, my whole, um, I've never had dandruff before. I have dandruff now. I have so many co-infections. It's unbelievable. My hair now. I I can't even seem to keep it wet. It is incredibly dry. I gotta put oil on my hair. And, And there's nothing that's changed except this diagnosis. So, it's like my whole composition has changed from this disease. So, in the meantime, when I get diagnosed with it and um, but then I also get an ELISA test and my ELISA test comes back negative a couple weeks later after the doxycycline. And the special disease doctors, the infectious disease doctors are shaking their head because they're like, well, that's not possible. How can it go from nine bands lit up? to now there's no sign of it. In the meantime, there's a chronic band sign that they just ignore as a false positive. I mean, right there, it tells you something. If they can't figure out where nine bands of positive went on a 10-band Western blot test, and the non-acute doesn't come up, positive, but the chronic comes up positive. If you read into Lyme, Lyme will start hiding in tissues that don't show up on blood work. So many people suffer from Lyme and it's not going anywhere. That's going to keep increasing because there are ticks out there and people aren't being diagnosed. And it's not just in the Northeast, it's in the UK, it's in the South, and Sometimes you don't get the bullseye. Sometimes you just start getting the symptoms and then it's hard to get somebody to really take care of your symptoms and treat them for what they are. You know, I, I asked for doc- doxycycline because I felt like my back started hurting again. My knee started hurting again. My neck always hurts. I'm hoping that that's something that shows up on this. My biggest fear is that nothing shows up on that MRI. And that's unacceptable for me because there's something wrong. But there's also a lymph node that's back there that's big, you know, bigger. It's not huge, but it hurts. And back there, it just, and it's all weird. So I just, um, so not everybody gets the, um, not everybody that, that gets a tick bite will get lime and not everybody that gets a tick bite that gets lime will get that bullseye or will even know that they were bit by a tick. So you have to be so diligent and spray yourselves when you go out to places where there might be ticks and again, they could be anywhere, They're you know, they're deer ticks they could they could be anywhere and you know when I've looked up symptoms it seems like if you look for anything you could find it right so all of these off-the-wall symptoms this um, tingling which has progressed to more than just tingling but to a constant pain um, is one of the symptoms and there's a I, I get like a a sharp pain in the side of my head over my ear, above my ear. And that's a newer pain. That's a newer thing that's going on. And it seems like everything I look up somebody with Lyme has the symptoms. Not all the symptoms that I have and I certainly don't have all the symptoms of Lyme but there's a bunch of co-infections as well. a thing, and I'm gonna butcher the name, it's called babose, bab- Babosis, and that's very dangerous as well. It's And these are things that we're getting from mosquitoes and ticks, and it's just unbelievable. So, you know, my issue with Lyme is again, very personal because I was diagnosed with Lyme and I've not been the same, I've not been the same. Um, There is a spinal tap that I'm very apprehensive about getting and I I don't know, I I wanna see what this, um, what this cervical spine MRI has to say. And then if I do get the spinal tap, God forbid I have to get the spinal tap, are they going to, each time they take a Lyme test and it shows that false positive that they say, if they're not going to address it, why am I even going to take a spinal tap? They have to address it. If I'm going to have a spinal tap, then they have to address it. They can't. Just give me an ELISA test that shows chronic Lyme and not address the chronic Lyme. And I don't understand the big deal in addressing chronic Lyme. Except that it's a new thing that people are discovering and figuring out how to deal with it. But there are people that are suffering. I've only been suffering for less than a year. There are people suffering much worse than me people that have Bell's Palsy. You know, Justin Bieber had that Ramsey Hunt. And that was very similar to my pain in my left ear. That pain that I'm having in my left ear. And he was diagnosed with Lyme a few months before, or I don't know how long the public knew, a few months before the Ramsey Hunt diagnosis. So... I think that both of them are hand in hand. And I think that there's definitely not enough work online for people that have it. And it's a growing epidemic. And because we don't know how to deal with it, we call it a bunch of different things and, and say that there's a false positive. No! There's a test that develops if you have acute Lyme or if you have chronic Lyme. And when the chronic Lyme band comes up, it doesn't mean that that person is having a symptom, but they have chronic Lyme and they should be aware of that because there are certain foods that aggravate Lyme, you know, sugars. And that was a real hard thing for me to give up. And, and I feel it when I can't give it up. I feel it when I have sugar. I feel it the next few days. So, probably not the most enjoyable, but maybe you learned something about Lyme. Maybe you have Lyme, and you needed somebody to say, man, it's not all in your head. Maybe you know somebody that has Lyme. Have a little compassion. This shit isn't in our head, man. It's not in our heads. So... Anyway, this is Toddy One Skip, this is Issues with Toddy One Skip, and this is Issues with Lyme Disease. Thank you for allowing me to be part of your day. Be better today than you were yesterday, but not half as good as you're going to be the next day. Keep everything positive. Watch, share, like, talk about me, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. Thank you. This is Toddy One Skip, Issues with Toddy One Skip. I'm out of here.